Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic. I remember it so you don't have to. Let's talk about The Phantom. No, not that Phantom. Definitely not that Phantom. No, believe it or not, there is actually something far worse than Gerard Butler singing. Almost. This is the Billy Zane version. Based on the 1930s comic strip, the Phantom is a very old superhero that definitely shows its age. I mean, I could see this being made in the 50s or even the 30s, like when the comic strip came out. But the 90s? Hey, we bought a lot of shit during that decade, but this was really pushing it. So, let's see why this purple sack of shit reaches all sorts of new blows. This is the Phantom. So the movie, oddly enough, begins with this saying, for those who came in late? Wouldn't that be better in the middle of the movie? It all began a very long time ago. A small boy watched helplessly as his father was killed by the pirate leader, Kabai Seng. He jumped overboard and was washed ashore on a mysterious jungle island called Bengala. So yeah, it's your typical killed father revenge backstory. Except in this version, he's picked up by natives who decide to give him a ring of unbelievable power. Why they give him this ring, I have no idea. But did nobody else want it? Nobody was interested in a ring of unbelievable power. Oh, come on, nobody wants a ring of unbelievable power? Nah, nobody nah. wants a ring of unbelievable power? Nah, nah. Oh, hey, a washed up white kid. Cut to years later as a band of thieves, I guess, kidnap this little boy to get them through the jungle to find a treasure skull. Well, now I get it. Turn the map around. You got it upside down, you big moron! If the map's upside down, then there ought to be a bridge up ahead. And all I see is more jungle. Oh shit! Look out! The punchline! No sudden stops. What's the big idea? So they reach their destination as the kid is afraid to go any further. He says we can't go on. These woods are protected. Protected by who? By a ghost. A what? A ghost who walks. A ghost who walks? By God! That's almost as scary as a ghost who... does anything other than walks! So they tie up the kid and throw him in the back of the truck as they venture forward into the cave. Hmm, a guy in a fedora hat looking in a booby-trapped cave for ancient treasure that's in the shape of a golden head? Thank God I'm unbelievably stupid. Or I just might have made a connection to Raiders of the Lost Ark. But nope, I'm just a dummy who wants to see the bad guy from Titanic wear purple spandex. Don't look at me funny. Sorry, it's the purple Hamburglar. I mean, how is anyone supposed to look at that and take it seriously? Oh, shit! Look out! It's the gayest thing you've ever seen! I don't even get it. Why purple? How does purple blend into anything in the jungle? In fact, how does purple blend into anything, period? Actually, I think they did a survey recently asking army recruits what was the best kind of camouflage. And their response was, not fucking purple. I just don't get it. I can't fucking get it. Who was that guy? Somebody I already killed. What? You heard me. I killed him. Years ago. Well, guess what? He's back. But only a ghost can do that! A ghost... who walks! Seriously, outside of Pac-Man, how many fucking purple ghosts have you ever heard of? <laughs> wow, look at that. This in no way resembles an action scene from one of the most famous adventure movies of all time. 
Or maybe it does, but it certainly loses all dignity once you put your main character in a purple costume. So the Phantom saves the boy, but unfortunately the bad guy escapes. So we cut to the... Fant Cave, as he looks for information on the skull while his faithful boy servant tends to his needs. That's probably not as gross as it sounds, but I'm not denying anything either. The skulls of Tagamba. When placed together, the three skulls harness an energy a thousand times greater than any force or high explosive known to man. For four centuries, there's been no trace of them. It's good as it really. Very well, Ghost Who Walks. Really? He has to call him Ghost Who Walks? You know, how about something more appropriate, like Man Who Wears Eyeshadow, or Spirit Who Should Put On a Shirt, or Guy Who Tee Hee Hee, I'm So Sorry, I Just Can't Get Past That Stupid Purple Costume. But oh well. We see another young adventurer named Diana Palmer, who is trying to help her uncle prove that an evil businessman named Drax is tampering in piracy. He's on a quest for a supernatural power. And it turns out that Drax is on a quest and is super evil as well, as this scene where he confronts a traitor demonstrates to us. All requests for access to special collections come directly to me. I'm the only one who sees them. Well, good. Thanks so much for coming. Not at all. Oh, uh, one more thing, if you don't mind. Your murder! I'd like your professional opinion on something under this microscope. Ah! Ah! Well, I guess you won't be needing knees anymore. Now, again, why didn't he just shoot this guy? I mean, at first I thought it was to maybe cover up his tracks, but how do you explain death by killer microscope? So the plane that was carrying Diana gets ambushed by air pirates. It turns out they've come specifically for her, as we see the leader of the pirates is... Oh, snap. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Happy now? Get a good look. I don't care if you haven't been in a good movie for eight years. One day you will be mine. So the Phantom catches up with an old friend to investigate Diana's kidnapping. Can't you ever come in through the front door? It's too obvious. Too obvious. The man dressed like a purple condom is afraid of being too obvious. You couldn't get more obvious if you were shitting fireworks! She was on her way to see me, oddly enough. Let's see what I can do. So we see Catherine Zeta-Jones is working with that fedora-wearing schmuck we saw earlier in the movie. Who are you people? Are you crazy? Do you realize how many laws you've broken? Oh, God, she's right. I didn't even comprehend. Okay, put her back, put her back. I mean, we can't keep her here, obviously, for breaking some law. Yes! But luckily, the Phantom is on his way to save her. Ooh, lovely. I can safely say I didn't see this coming. Let's go. Why should I go with you? Trust me, Diana. You know my name? Yeah, you're Diana Palmer. Your kidnapping's been reported to the authorities. This is a rescue. Shaw, like, I am a ghost who walks, you know. So let's see just how stealth a man in a purple suit can really be. Well, that didn't take very long now, did it? Worst escape ever. Relax! Small world, huh? Too small for two of us! But his wolf named Devil helps him escape as Diana- Oh god, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, I could see Yosemite Sam falling for that, but a real-life person? Come on, it's really pushing it. So they fight off the bad guys and escape by using one of the boat planes, and... He just sort of leaves the wolf behind. Well, that's nice. Real nice. What the hell is he supposed to do? Catch a cab back to the island?
But it turns out their gas is leaking. So, get this. The horse and the wolf catch up with the plane. Are these just like the fastest fucking animals in the world? Look at all this shit they have to go through to catch up to them. A goddamn cheetah from Krypton wouldn't be that fast. So long, toots. You're on your own. I'm sure there's some flat area in the mountains you can land that thing and... Uh, oh, you want to come with it? Yeah, that's cool. these guys. Your blood must be made out of grounded up Jesse Owens. Thankfully, he comes across a helpful tribe that we'll never see again as the Phantom tries to get Diana to safety. Oh gee, I wonder where his hideout is. I mean, not that it's hard to track down a person who looks like Grimace's anorexic brother, but a giant freaking skull might be a little bit of a giveaway. So he meets up with his friend that we saw earlier as they try to figure out what's going on. Captain, I want you to take her back. Use every man at your disposal, give her all the protection she needs. I came here to do a job and that's what I'm gonna do. Goodbye. Wait a second. Diana, nobody argues with the Phantom and wins. Mostly because the Phantom just runs away in the middle of the conversation. It's a cheap shot, but that's the Phantom. So we see the Phantom go to New York. As it turns out, he has an alter ego named Kit. Who, of course, Diana happened to know growing up. Like they said... Now, I read about what happened. Are you alright? Oh, I'm fine. It started out bad, but it all turned out okay. I heard you were saved by a dashing, well-endowed purple man. But more important things are going on, as it turns out Zeta Jones is working for Drax, as he divulges his evil plans to his business partners. There is opportunity in chaos. I give you the skull of Tuganda. This skull is one of three. When all three skulls are united, they will produce a force more powerful than any army on Earth. The skulls will be ours, and all of the power that comes with them. Don't you think we should invest in munitions, seeing how there's a war brewing in Europe? Nope! Skulls! How about a public works program with government backing? Skulls! Nothing but skulls! Well, how about diversifying our portfolio skulls! with- Skulls! Skulls! Our entire financial future is completely skull-based! Now please be quiet! Skulls! Count me out. This is wrong. Skulls? Forces of darkness? This isn't right. What businessman would honestly question a supernatural treasure hunt for an evil skull that has demonic powers? Okay, Ray, that's how you feel about it. Boy. You know, for a guy who probably spent days putting together the mechanics of that killer microscope, I'm surprised he resorted to the most basic of means by throwing a sharp stick. Surely he could have rigged the curtains to eat him or something. I gotta say it, Diana, you look great. You've not changed a bit. You just vanished, kid. I guess I did. Without a word, without a letter, not even a phone call. You just vanished like a phantom or a ghost who walks, if you will. So they find out that the second skull, coincidentally enough, is in a museum in New York. So the phantom uses all his cunning secrecy and top secret ways to figure out a way to, okay, what is up with this guy? Superhero my ass. He couldn't cover up the fact that he was a superhero any more than Edward could cover up that he was a vampire. I'll take that, thank you. 
Oh, but I was so cautious. Museum security. Everything's under control. Listen, folks. Free cake and sandwiches are being served in the Hall of Nature. Cake and sandwiches? Well, gee, I saw I wanted to know about that whole glass-breaking thing. Me too. Until he said cake and sandwiches, and now all I can think about is cake and sandwiches. Wow! So it turns out when the two skulls join together, they point out the location of the third skull. And thankfully, there just so happened to be a map in the room to point out the location. Which is good, because it doesn't look nearly as dramatic to see the skulls type out the direction on Google Maps. Again, this scene doesn't look the least bit like that other series of adventure movies. Hell, did they just have the same writer or something? Oh, holy shit, they did. I was just kidding! They really had the same writer? Well, that's... really sad. What, did he really think that Indiana Jones would have been taken more seriously if he was dressed in the feces of Barney the Dinosaur? That doesn't make sense. Oh, well. Kid escapes and dresses up like the Phantom to save the day. Purple man climbing out of an elevator. So how are the kids? Forget him, he's not coming. He's probably dead by now. What is wrong with you? Why are you so mean? Don't you care about anything? Like what? You figure it out. All right, all right, everybody just shut up. That was a lame conversation. So they stumble across the island of the Third Skull where they find the ancient order of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Who might you be? He is the great Kabai Seng, leader of the Seng Brotherhood. As well as the Shang Tsung Brotherhood. Your soul is mine. But one of the business partners doesn't trust him and points a gun at their leader. It's every man for himself, okay. You get me out of here, or else you really gonna sleep with the fishes. Chinnibu. What's that supposed to mean? By the Ken. Oh gee, maybe I should like, shoot you or something. That is after all why I pointed a gun at you in the first place, but I'm dead. Fatality. So the Phantom comes in to fight everybody off as Drax finally gets a hold of the third skull. But it turns out there's also a fourth skull, which is the most powerful of them all. The Deus Ex Machina skull, if you will. I've worn it all my life, for protection. I never really understood what that meant until right now. Ha! What a cheap jungle trick! Ha! I am acting! So it turns out the Force Skull was on the Phantom's ring the whole time. Yeah, what a pretty weak twist. As he uses it to destroy Drax forever. <laughs> What's up with all the explosions? Did the entire island just pass gas or something? So they all get off the island safe. Zeta Jones is a good guy now. Sort of came out of nowhere. As Diana asks the Phantom to reveal his true identity. Before I go, take off your mask. Let me see your face. Kit. Yeah, you, you really weren't fooling anybody with that. It's kind of embarrassing. So he takes off his mask and spontaneously as I make up too, as he confesses something important to her. You know, I'm not really permitted to reveal all of my secrets. Actually, I am. That's only to one person. Who's that? Uh, the woman I intend to marry. I don't 
don't know if that's wise, lady. Here's the last woman he tried to marry. My wife in practice, if not yet by law, so you will honor me. Bit of a buzzkill. So, oddly enough, she doesn't marry him, as I guess they're saving that for the incredible sequel that'll never ever come. And thank lord, because this movie was stupid! It's not the worst ever, but it's just so unimpressive. We don't really get to know the Phantom well, and what we do know, we don't really care that much about. The fight scenes are standard, the villain's pretty standard, and... Yeah, purple? Really? I just can't get over that. You picked fucking purple! Why didn't you just paint polka dots on his head while you were at it? But, thankfully, there is one upside to this movie. <laughs> Only problem is, I can't get it back to the downside. I'm a nostalgia critic guy, remember? So you... What a cheap jungle trick!